Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Asia Town Voice. Asia Town Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on here every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian Pacific Americans community, culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. And my name is Yin Tang. I am here with DJ Alexicon. DJ Alexicon in the house. Woot woot. Yes, and he has been promoted to co-host as opposed oh, to the nice, intern. Nice. <laughs> Absolutely. Before so, it's only one bottle. Now I can have two. Yes, to keep that voice silky smooth, right? Yes. And our special guest today is Valerie Gage. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we we had to like we didn't tell her she could talk yet, so she was like, "Oh." Yeah, she's very, she's very uh, obedient Asian. Oh. <laughs> Now, not all of us are, <laughs> but um, but the DJ Alexicon, let us start with our impressions of the week. Yes, I'm looking forward to hearing what your impressions are this week for Miss Yin. Oh, I'm going first. You're going first, and I'm not a miss, Mrs. Schweizer. Mrs. Yes, Schweizer. that is technically my name. <laughs> I've been living a, a very odd scheduled life as of late, and I haven't been eating properly. I have not been eating fast food, so I would commend myself on that. But I have noticed a dramatic difference in my energy level, especially dancing most of the days now, by eating plenty of fruits and vegetables. Did you just say you haven't been eating properly, or you have been eating properly? I, I have. N- okay, let me rephrase that. I have not been. Eating properly the last couple weeks, but recently I switched to an increase of fruits and vegetables in my diet. Like the last two days, First like thing. immediate recently, and I've noticed that my energy level has gone up. And I think that it's kind of overlooked that a lot of people, um, most most uh, grownups now, when they were in elementary school, learned about the food pyramid, about how you're supposed to have a lot of carbohydrates, and then it's fruits and vegetables, and then it's dairy, and then it's meats, and then it's sugar and candies. But it seems like we turn it upside down nowadays, and the top is the bottom, and the bottom is still very big. Is it a major change? You've eliminated, you've stopped carbs. What? It used to be that I would just literally have like toast, which you know, carb loading. If I'm going to be exercising, I need to have carbs, and I eat like beef jerky because it's easy. It's already right. pre-prepared, That's and I need exactly. the protein. But I haven't been having a lot of fruits and veggies, like not as many salads as I normally do. You know, even though we want apple picking, I I didn't eat as many apples as I did. <laughs> I still have four pieces left. Do you really? <laughs> yes, I do. I, I, I'm struggling to eat them. Oh man! Well, come over. We'll have an apple baking. Uh, I don't know festival, festival, mini festival or something. I don't know. Just Alex and Aaron and Yin. That's right. <laughs> and maybe my brother can come over because he needs to learn how to cook for his future wife. I remember gorillas are vegetarians. Gorillas. Gorillas. What does that have to do with anything? They're strong. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that you're you know, like see. one, but <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I, I was saying that there's a lot of people that think if you don't eat meat, you won't get strong. So that, it used to be like that. But if true. you look at the gorilla, they only eat vegetables and fruits. And actually, Alex, this is kind of a message for you because what's your favorite quote? <laughs> um, I don't eat the food of the food. So you don't eat the vegetables, which is the food of the cow and That's the food right. of the gorillas. <laughs> Do you eat gorillas? Uh, no, no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> what? But it can be in my list. <laughs> no, no. There, there will be no harming of animals no. related to the show whatsoever. <laughs> But you know what's the funny thing is Mark, Michael Clark Duncan. He um, unfortunately passed away, but he good actor. Yeah, he's amazing. He played, um, I believe, his most famous role was Bear in Armageddon, and uh, from the Green Mile, the giant in the Green Mile. Yes, absolutely. And he was vegan. 
So he didn't eat any animal byproducts at all. So wow, I didn't know that. Interesting article. Strong but, guy. But Alex, what about you? What is your impressions of the week? I was uh, I was actually thinking last night about several impressions, you know. But there's two that sticks out. The first is um, while editing your show with uh, Councilman Singh. Mm-hmm. You know what? First, you know, the, the guy impressed me uh, a lot because very enthusiastic, lots of information. And uh, I, I sense an honesty in his voice when he when he explained why he went into politics. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, we're not endorsing any candidates. Nonpartisan. <laughs> Those who are running for mayor of Woodmere are welcome to be in the radio show if you yes. guys want to. Or Reach gals. out to us. Reach out to us. Reach though. out to <laughs> us, and you'll have a platform here. But yeah, I, I was uh, impressed by his um, passion and his enthusiasm for why he's running, mm-hmm. and uh, that's my first impression. Oh, you have more than one. I have more than one. Okay. You know, because it's timely. My uh, <laughs> my second impression is Cleveland Indians almost made it to the uh, uh, National League Division Series. And um, yeah, it really proved it really proved the uh, notion or the saying that it's the journey, not the destination that counts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, towards the end of this Indian season, I was or I was lucky to be watching a few games towards the end. I bought some tickets and I enjoyed the game. It's really, really exciting and you feel the energy of the people, the mm-hmm. excitement of the people, that they're there, that you know, the energy of the city is there. For someone who haven't lived there for a long time or after the 90s, you wouldn't know how it feels to be in a World Series because I was here in 1995. And then it's, uh, yeah. I was six years old. No, no. No, you were not. <laughs> I was six years old. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was an exciting time for the city because we hit the World Series. And just the fact that we were almost close, you could feel the energy. So that's my impression. And uh, I just want to say something to the Asians of Cleveland. I know a lot of Asians don't usually follow sports unless you were a jock in high school. Uh. <laughs> Doing sports like me, <laughs> but do support or a cheerleader. The, the sports organizations of the city of, of Cleveland, Cleveland Indians, Cleveland Browns, and Cleveland Cubs, because this is the heart of the city. This this is uh, sports Absolutely. teams are what uh, makes the heart of a city beat. Absolutely, that was a very nice impression. Thank you, Shishi. <laughs> Bokachi, <laughs> which means you're welcome. So, Valerie, what about you? Do you have any impressions, like, not only of the week, but of, like, the month, the year, the lifetime? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be good. Ah. Anything that struck you, that disturbed you, or that inspired you? Disturbed? I don't, I don't think we want to hear anything disturbing. Well, remember um, Kal Nguyen, when he was holding that popcorn and it oh. spilled over him? That's his oh, impression. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, I think I do have something memorable. Well, my mom just told me that she is going to go to Canada to Ooh. my brother's house. Mm-hmm. So I got to see her after hmm, maybe one year uh-huh. last time saw her. So that's something that is very exciting for me. So does she live in Indonesia? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you don't see her very often? Uh, no. Well, when my brother was here, mm-hmm. um, he went to Cleveland State mm-hmm. and... He stayed with me, my husband, and uh, he stayed with us like for two years, maybe. Go Vikings. uh, (laughs) And um, he was like my mom's baby. So my mom came here for like every six months. (laughs) So that was exciting. So it's been a long time. Mm -hmm. So that's that's something that is very exciting for me. Well, absolutely. So she's doing well. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Busy. That's good. (laughs) 
So uh, your brother's in Canada. You live in Cleveland. Your mother lives in Indonesia,、uh, Jakarta, right? That's right. Absolutely awesome. I've always wanted to go there. Oh, you should. <laughs> I uh, as you're gonna think I'm a dork. I was um, I was really young, and I was watching a tour video. For the band Hanson, and they were in Jakarta, and I was like, "That is the coolest place! I want to go there."、Oh, so, Hanson, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was in middle school, so、Umbap. I get a pass. Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, and、uh, the Philippines is beside Indonesia, so if you're going to Indonesia, might as well hop over to the Philippines too. Who me? Yeah. Oh. Hey,、oh, yeah, I should take both of you as <laughs> tour guides, so you just visit them when you stay there. Yes. Now I'm reading your bio, and it says here that between 1999-2007, you travel back and forth from、um, between Jakarta and Jakarta and Cleveland. Yes,、yeah, sorry, I'm trying to <laughs> read this really quickly. <laughs> Now、um, you're traveling because you were going to school because you were living in Cleveland, and then you're going to school in Jakarta. Or, well, actually, my older brother. Mm-hmm. That now live in Canada.、Mm-hmm. Um, he went、uh, to CSU, taking、mm-hmm. his master. That's why I think I know Cleveland. Before that, I was like, you know. <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> <No> . So I came here to visit him, like for vacation, for study, for like、um, I take、um, ESL,、mm-hmm. try C, and then go back and continue my study. I have my undergrad in it in Jakarta. Okay. ESL is English as a second language. So、um, after I finish my undergrad, then. Well, my mom kind of like you have to finish your master、mm-hmm. if, you know, before you do anything else. Wow! Yeah, no boys, wow, no anything. Wow, that's high expectation. Parents are like that in Indonesia.、Oh. You have to finish your my, master. My parents were like that.、Oh. Really? Yeah. Well, my parents, both of them, have like their education here. So、mm-hmm. basically, it's you have to do it、mm, yeah. before、wow. I do anything. <laughs> So then you decided to go to Cleveland State. Yeah, because I already know I've been to this place, and although it's kind of different, when I was here and my brother was here, it's 1999,、mm-hmm. and I came back、uh, 2004.、Mm-hmm. When you say you've been here in 1999, were you visiting as a tourist? Ah,、uh, I went to Tracy. Oh, okay.、Um, Which one?、Um, um, Parma East、um, downtown. 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 <laughs> downtown. Taking ESL.、So、okay. I take. Like、uh, two semester break from、um, my undergrad.、Oh. Incidentally, nineteen ninety nine, Jacob's Field was only four years old. It opened in nineteen ninety. Oh no,、uh, five years old. It opened in nineteen ninety four. I did not know that. Yeah, because I was a student at Cleveland State in the computer lab while <laughs> Jacob's Field was being built, and I was like in the window watching it go up. So Alex is in baseball dream mode right now. <laughs> That's right. But anyway, I'm sorry. Back to Valerie.、Um, so you were here for ESL. I, honestly, I can't tell. Your English was amazing. I thought you were born here, or you came here at a very young age、oh. when I first spoke with you. I honestly didn't know.、So. Uh. Second language, yeah, that's amazing. So good job, Tracy. Right? <laughs> good job, Tracy. You did a good job in educating Valerie in her second language. So、um, it says that some of your、uh, lifelong hobby is、uh, photography. Oh yes.、So、when when did you get exposed to it?、Uh, did your father have a camera that you really liked? What's your、or? first camera? Yeah,、um, it was a Canon.、Mm-hmm. Canon.、And, um, yes. But、Which、now、model? I'm a Ni- Nikon. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, because if it's a Nikon, I would have stopped this interview right、oh、here、no. and here and turn off the lights. I'm a huge camera guy he, too. He is a Canon guy. Yes.、Oh. yes. But now I've switched to Nikon, so、uh, I'm in trouble. So、Uh-oh. sad. <laughs> But I'm sorry. Go ahead. Tell me about photography. Um. Yeah. It started like um. Well, my parents always take us、uh, for vacation every summer, and my mom always. Told the kids like、uh, we cannot give you anything, but we can give you experience and education.、Mm-hmm. So one of them it will be going places, and、mm-hmm. um, it's 
very exciting to see the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to see all different people yeah. exposed to a lot of language and how they do things, and of course we, I don't know about you, but in my family everybody always have a camera and just oh, we really? take <laughs> pictures of each other, and we came home with thousands of pictures, right? Mm-hmm. Did, and then, did you um, have an, uh, a DSLR, an SLR, or just in automatic? Do you remember the, the format of the, your first camera? Oh, I don't, I don't know. For a DSLR, um, the, what, what the, the, the first entry of Canon. I don't know. I don't. Alex here, here is a photographer too. So. Yeah, um, yeah. So he knows. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Aaron told me when you visited uh, your house, Alex, you have a, a, a red room, a black room in your bathroom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, he had to memorize every square inch of his bathroom because he had to do everything like blindfolded. Almost. Yes, yes, that's that's basically how you start. <laughs> that's that's his. Um, yeah, very avid, huh? <laughs> but uh, but what about you? Do you develop your own photos? No, um, I'm digital world mm-hmm, absolutely <laughs> but, but absolutely it's uh, interesting it's very exciting because we go home and we usually invite uh, co- like my families my mom have like nine brothers and sisters mm-hmm. so we get together and there's a lot of people and we mm. share stories that's a and huge family <laughs> I know I know crazy huh but now I have two kids and was like okay mm, no no more <laughs> no more <laughs> I and uh, yeah it's exciting so that's why I started in photography and so what's the name so, of your photography company? It's called iHeartLife Photography. And you're on Facebook, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And I've actually seen some of the photos. Those are very nice. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, she also took a, a few photos of the Board of Motivations. Oh, really? So if, if you go to the Motivations uh, website and you see the pictures of the board members, those were taken uh, mostly by Valerie. Nikon camera. Yeah. Nikon. <laughs> and that's why I'm not there. Oh, <laughs> oh so that's why. I thought you have an emergency. Oh, well, oh no. no when you take my picture, I'll bring my camera and I'll hand it over to you. So do you take mostly family photos, like senior pictures, baby pictures? Uh, a lot of babies, uh, kids and family right now. Mm-hmm. And um, now that I have, like, you know, we started, like, um, I take pictures and then people start, my friends start asking me to take their pictures. And mm-hmm. now that I have kids and I feel like it's important for me to take pictures, like good pictures, because my family far, far away. Mm-hmm. And it's just nice to share something so they can be in part, like a part of my um kids girls yeah. something yeah, taking, like that you know uh. <laughs> taking baby pictures is not easy you need to have patience deal with babies because they have yeah. their own world and you can't make them smile you nope. can't make them do, you have to stand there and be patient and when you get that right moment you just have to click it right yeah. valerie oh, absolutely <laughs> and let me tell you accident happens oh <laughs> it does now do you have a studio where you work or do you travel um i'm on location so okay. basically i travel but uh, if people want usually they really want to do pictures in their own home mm-hmm. and kind of like take like lifestyle photography so it's like I'm there and just taking those of their everyday's you know activities so got it that's fascinating um, I was just telling Alex what he actually he offered he wanted to take pictures of my dance group for me I'm like well uh, my dad actually has a really nice camera, and I was going to teach my brother how to take photos. <laughs> but Alex is like, oh, no, no, I'll take them for you. Oh, He's not even, are you paying good. attention? Um, yes. Uh, he's lying. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> I'm like all over looking around. <laughs> so I, I, I expected him to be like, so what kind of camera does your dad have? I'm like, I don't know, but I believe it is a Canon, though. So, oh. But he used oh, to have wow. an icon because I used to play with it. Even better. And it was, now he's using a Canon. I, I, <laughs> I don't even know. 
But what's interesting to me is I'm um I actually saw you dance at the Cleveland Asian Festival, mm-hmm. some traditional uh, I- Indonesian style dancing. And I almost saw her too because I was you at the other stage her? and she gave me her USB. Oh. And here's a story: I kept the USB for many months because she forgot to get it from me. Oh, I know. Were and there baby pictures on there? I didn't look. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for respecting. And then when did I see? When did I see you, Valerie? Because um, I handed it over to you. I know it's. It's on motivations that um, happy hour. Oh yes, yes, yes. And yes. I remember you. I just waved, and you were like, hey. and I <laughs> and I know that um, you're coming because we know who's coming. So I said I'll put this in my pocket and so oh. give it to you. Well, thank you. <laughs> but but anyway, um, is that the traditional style of Indonesian dance? I mean, is there many different styles, and is that the main one? So I guess it's a twofold question. Hmm. <laughs> well, Indonesia consists of a lot of. Um, Islands? Tradition, island. Each <laughs> island have their own tradition, culture, language. So, um, I was born in Bandung. Mm-hmm. So Bandung is in uh, West Java. And oh, um, um, would you know how many islands they have in Indonesia? Uh, last time is um, thirteen thousand. Wow! Because it's up and down. Wow! Depend, but wow! I thought uh, the Philippines have more, but you guys have more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Um, I was born in Bandung, and uh, that is the traditional Sundanese. It's called the ethnic group called Sundanese, and um, yeah, a lot of uh, drum beat and uh, is very fast moving kind of. Oh, mm-hmm. I want to see this. Actually, <laughs> you know the, Im- the interesting fact about uh, that Sundanese dance is uh, when they have that when they started the the, the dance, mm-hmm. the fast moving one, because uh, in America at that time I think it's. Um, what you call that? Like the break dance mm-hmm. is is like like rock and roll and break dance is like happening a lot here. Like oh. you know, a big thing. Okay. And I think in Indonesia at the time it's not allowed oh. or it's considered like a big no no. Mm-hmm. So the traditional group there uh, create this kind of dance, which is kind of more di- like dynamic and fast moving kind mm-hmm. of dance. So that's very interesting. And for anybody who hasn't seen her, she's very light on her feet, and when she locks her arms in position, it's like. She was born that way. It's, it's amazing. Like you thank know, you, thank you. Because I wasn't you. there. <laughs> well, for those who haven't, I didn't see her, so I'm really listening to her description of how she is on YouTube. Is she like a ninja? She, oh, I'm she used, moves fast. I'm <laughs> or Facebook. I can't remember which one. I'm really interested but, now because well, because I miss that performance. Th- three years ago, the first time she performed at the Cleveland Asian Festival, the volunteer she pulled on stage was actually my husband, yeah. <laughs> and he cannot dance. Yeah, he, it's better for her to just stand in the corner just, to be a tree. <laughs> well, no, he was, he was trying very hard. He really no, he knows what to do, though. I'm, he I'm, does. <laughs> so he knows how to wave his arms now. So. Um, <laughs> so for those of you uh, who would like to uh, Google or look on YouTube, Indonesian Dance Cleveland Asian Festival, I believe 2011 was the year that uh. you first performed, and uh, you will see an awkward um, Caucasian young man dancing with Valerie, <laughs> and that is Aaron. <laughs> 11. <laughs> Were you dating Aaron at that time? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was right before we got engaged. So. Oh. 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 <laughs> Are you uh, committed to uh, performing next year? Oh, yeah. I'm very excited to be, you know, to perform. I think to introduce uh, something in Indonesian and what I can do is dancing. Maybe you so. should be dancing on both stages next year. Because there's a possibility so that I'll be demoted again. <laughs> Don't look at me. I might be your boss, but I'm not sharing information <laughs> on air. Damn. 
couldn't fish out anything. The dance is actually like you know you have to pick somebody from the crowd and just mm-hmm. dance with them. So it make it exciting because especially like I don't know. You should pick. That, you should pick Alex. I'm gonna put you I'm on his stage. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch <laughs> this dance. There's one time I dance on an international. Uh, Day at the CSU, and mm-hmm. I pick somebody, and he is very good, and he danced to me with he, from his like their own uh, country dance. Mm-hmm. So we were like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> what but, country? Uh, what country? I is don't it? know, but his was very good. So I, I even like surprised I picked the wrong person. I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> don't pick me, I can dance. They so almost showed you. <laughs> Well, before we started the interview, you were telling me that you learned from your mother, and she was one of the original performers who performed for the first president. Yes. Wow! Really? Suharto? Uh, no, that was the the uh, the second one, the one that Sukarno. Sukarno, yeah, you're good. <laughs> wow! I know my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, yeah, uh, there's even uh, one picture. My mom actually performing at a Balinese dance uh, when uh, she was. Young, I mean, in my family, I think we we have like that art blood. I don't know. It's in your <laughs> genes. The performance. <laughs> Yin also has this genes. Uh, so you know? we, I never really like learn how to dance. I just watch. Um, so yeah, it's very exciting. She she really? has that. You yeah. know, she never taught you, but she you just watch. Yes. Oh, wow. you, you two are naturals. So if you, well, if it's really in your blood, if if you hear it, then you'll just feel it and you'll just start doing it. Yeah, because your arms and your feet, it's just they go in the exact place they should be. There's like no hesitance. That's that's pretty amazing. Oh. So she's like full, full commit, committed <laughs> See, to the movement. I know, I, I know. What but after that, I cannot move for two days. So. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> is that because you're tired, or is it because of age? Because uh, you know. Oh you're hey, about hey now, <laughs> now, Alex. No? No. Is right. that your uh, your um. Realization of the week. Reflection. <laughs> That's for next week. <laughs> hey, you have to come to my next class then, Alex. We'll see how you feel in two days. <laughs> you got to do sit-ups, lots of them. As long as there's steak before or after. <laughs> have a beef jerky. I don't there know. There you go. <laughs> Chinese beef jerky. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but your costume, too, is that a traditional dress as well? Yes, um, it's traditional. and um, That's very shiny. I remember I it. Know. Very shiny and blue. Uh. It it's uh, custom made and it's uh, they put like swarfki, so it's very bling bling. If you see mm-hmm. my wedding uh, traditional dress, um, it's even more shinier. Wow! <laughs> yeah, it's funny. My my husband and his family came to Indonesia, mm-hmm. and we have that traditional and um, the wedding traditional wedding, and they all wear all the shiny and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun but yeah that that is traditional so is he is he um did he adjust very well when he went to visit indonesia he he's Google a, a lot. okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's american right yeah he okay. was born and raised here and wow. we actually have um two years long distance relationships wow so. that's impressive i could relate um, to that very well <laughs> So yeah, it's pretty. Um, I was surprised he decided to came to Indonesia. Well, that's amazing. How did his parents take it? Um, it's pretty far. The traffic and yeah. the, <laughs> like too many people. I mm. think it's, that's a lot of difference. I think Cleveland is actually a very quiet city. It, I know. Yeah. It's very yeah. relaxed here. I very know. laid back. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who no uh, stress. No I know. No, no stress. Stress. So yeah, I think for Aaron's parents when they went to Shanghai. I think the shock was the people, <laughs> the amount of people. 
people and the traffic. Uh, I remember hard. Councilman Singh mentioning in the interview that he was amused with the tons of people in Hong Kong just yeah. watching. The, and there are. I've been to Hong Kong myself. Mm-hmm. And there's, they're like ants. It's like yeah. everybody. It's, it, there's a shock factor. How many people are just going in the same direction? Like fish, like tuna fish. They just don't run into each other by magic. It's, it's just amazing. I mean, I've been there when I was younger, so I'm used to it. But I can imagine for somebody who's lived in Cleveland where you have to, if you're driving down the road, it's, it's unique to see somebody walking on the, on the sidewalk. But to go into a, a place where the sidewalks are three times as big and it's always Absolutely. full of people. And, and when you're driving around Cleveland, sometimes you, you, you catch yourself looking around because there's, yeah. <laughs> there's, enjoying there's the, nothing to look. There's nothing, you know, there's, there's just enjoying the view. <laughs> yeah. So definitely there's a huge shock factor. Um, but also, I'm looking at your bio. It says here that you were a firsthand witness of the Indonesian Revolution. Yeah, I'm kind of interested with that, Valerie, Tell because out the in, the, in the Philippine Revolution in 1986, I also participated there, the, the overthrow of Marcos. But I'd like to hear your story. <laughs> well, actually, like um, if you know the, the Asian monetary crisis in 1997. 1998, it hit Indonesia like the hardest, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, our money is only like like depreciated a lot, and it's just not good <laughs> situation. Everything. So at that time, uh, mostly students, students just protesting. When this, when we do pro- uh, protest, it's the demonstration is not like 100, 200, it's thousands. Yeah. And um, my university at that time is only like 10 minutes. Walking from the parliament office, mm-hmm. and it's close so. to the uh, government building. <laughs> yeah. They shouldn't have built that university close <laughs> to that. <laughs> With all those thousands, I of students. know. So yeah, so all the demonstrants, like all the the students, they all decided to they're gonna uh, make my university at the time to be like the base. So they meet up. So thousands of students there. I cannot go anywhere. It's traffic, everything, and um, like uh, fifteen thousand students. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm stuck and. Call my mom's. What should I do? Wow, that's <laughs> like, like <laughs> that's like half of of progressive fields uh, <laughs> capacity. So, but actually, it's very peaceful. Um, at that time, um, I think it's like the the what you call that the high point of all demonstration because actually we went. I, I didn't go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I just there and distribute bottle water and flowers and to remind everybody to be you know just peaceful. peaceful. Yeah. And um, all the students uh, went in the parliament office. And actually, we, we stayed there for three days. Wow. All the students. And it's just like a festival. <laughs> <laughs> what, were, what were the um, students protesting against? Uh, they want the president at that time, uh, Suharto, to step down. Um, okay. He w- he was the president for 30 years. I know. He's a dictator, a very close friend of probably. Ex-president Marcos of the Philippines. Really? Is that how you know? (laughs) Yeah, they're buddies. Marcos, I guess, was asking, how do I prolong my being a dictator in the Philippines? Wow. Are you serious, Alex? They're they're very close allies. But he he sat longer than Marcos. Oh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, but um, then it's it's successful. It's um, he stepped down. And I think it's kind of like, you know, you always read somewhere about um, somebody doing demonstration and actually achieve it and like a big change like you know something like that after 30 years yeah <laughs> it's a big change but um, so yeah I'm, I'm a part of that and that's amazing and for some they've never known any other president except uh, Suharto uh-huh. for 30 years so if you're a 30 year old 
person at that point. You've never known any other form of government except right. his. So how big was the change afterwards? Uh, very different because um, it's more open and um, the press now can um, put on the news that before maybe we never really exposed to. You have mm-hmm. a freedom of press. Um, yeah, it's definitely something that is more, mm-hmm. that is the big difference. And mm-hmm. other than that, it's just a lot of stuff. But I mean, it, how did it affect the economy and how did it affect, you know, your education or anything like that? There's bad and good about that. Um, mm-hmm. But now that it was, hap- it happened in 1998. Mm-hmm. But now, like years later, it's still kind of, we, we still need a lot of uh, improvements, I guess. Mm-hmm. So well, this country kind of needs some improvements too. <laughs> Our government's on uh, is not operating, so I don't yeah. know how to feel about that. <laughs> was it what was it, nineteen ninety five? The last time the U.S. government shut down? That's something? around nineteen nine. Yeah, around that mm. time. Because I remember I was affected by that first shutdown. I oh, was really? on a oh, yeah. um, worker's visa at that point, and I was Ooh. in the process of renewing it. Ooh. And the government shut down, and I was in limbo. My status was in limbo because they're wow. not processing renewals at that point. But they didn't send you away. No, uh, when the government opened, how can they send me? The government is shut down. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Immigration <laughs> agents are not working, also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but after that, the, the you know government understood that it was shut down, so the mm-hmm. processing continued. And here we are. Yeah, here we are. Ta-da! Well, for now, we're going to take a short break. And then when we come back, we're going to do Alex's Corner. And in this break, we will be playing some Indonesian songs given to us by Valerie. Yes. Selama ini 
ladies and gentlemen, and Asiatown Voice. We are an hour-long non-profit program, sometimes with glitches, on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We are on every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m., and this hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian Pacific Americans' community, culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. We're volunteer-based, and we hope that you will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. And DJ Alexicon and Yin Tang are back with Valerie Gage. And we hope you enjoyed that uh, music. Absolutely. And that website is... iHeartLifePhotography.com Thank you. <laughs> I was hoping Valerie would say it, but thank you, Alex. <laughs> so, would you like to repeat it? Sure. Check out my website on www.iHeartLifePhotography.com photography.com so that's i and then h-e-r-t spelled out lifephotography.com but yeah so the photography on there uh, even on facebook as well i've seen a lot of baby pictures and the lighting that you do is really nice oh thank you i don't know much about photography but i know about lighting so <laughs> <laughs> that comes from you know dancing and you know a little bit of drawing here and there so <laughs> now do you have a uh, light box yes oh great yeah well i how many when light I, boxes do you use um two but i i only use it if I need to. For our listeners, a light box is a box with a light inside. <laughs> <laughs> a very powerful light, right? About a very powerful light so that you could uh, control the light of your subjects. And it's mostly used in a, in a studio setting or sometimes outdoors too. In certain situations, it might be bright, but the area around your face might be dark and you want to illuminate that a little bit. Um, also, do you use uh, natural lighting, like natural sunlight? I try as much as I can, but... Because if, if I cannot, yeah, yeah, but if I cannot, then yeah, I do use 
flash, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I bring my studio lights and everything. But always, always prepared. Absolutely, <laughs> that's right. You'll never know. <laughs> What's that large reflective circle that you know they? Some photographers I've seen use. Sometimes they can roll it up into a smaller circle, but then it pops up to a big circle, and it's just a shiny. Circus. Silver sometimes. Yeah, yeah What's that's it called? the diffuser. Yeah, it's a ah, diffuser. What does that do? <laughs> same thing, same thing without electricity. Okay. <laughs> sometimes it bounces the light and then uh, you bounce we can the light. Uh, bounce the light and then make it you know, it. brighten it up and everything. So, it's so I need an assistant. <laughs> an assistant for that, so. it also, it's also used by movies. Uh, you, could also have, you, you, you will also see blackboards. Instead of bouncing off light, they absorb light. Oh. Oh, I yeah. did not know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That yeah. the folded thing. Although I always have problems. I have the big one, uh-huh. like sixty inches, and um, oh, wow. I always have a hard time. Suddenly, it's just like pop out of me. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> Alex will be your assistant, right, Alex? Yeah, I'll help you, Valerie. <laughs> no problem. At least you know your assistant knows what you know he's doing. So even if you disagree on camera, as long as there's remember, as long as there's steak and I'm fed. <laughs> So it needs you, be, you, there will be food. As okay. long as there is food, then we there don't have anything to worry about. Speaking of food, and well, cupcakes. I love cupcakes. But speaking of food, uh, what is your favorite traditional Indonesian dish? Oh my, Sundanese food is oh, actually yeah? rice. Uh, we put that white rice um, in um, banana leaf, mm-hmm. and we steam it. Mm-hmm. So you open it, and it's kind of like you know have a sh- shape, and we eat it with that. Uh, a lot of. Spices. Um, it, we we eat a lot of spicy. Do you put food. the spice inside the rice, or you just add it after the rice is cooked? Um, sometimes there's a couple of ways, but you know, um, in every part of Indonesia, different different ethnic groups have their own f- kind of food, and um, of course, we always eat with a lot of chilies and. <laughs> Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Spicy food, huh? Oh, yeah. I actually heard something interesting a long time ago. I um, can't remember who told this to me, but they say that the people in Asia, of course, that live in the south because it's so salty near the water and it's so close to the equator that they have to eat, like, spicy and hot food to force themselves to sweat to, like, detox everything. And then the people who live in the north, like in Beijing and China, like in the uh, wintertime, they eat sweeter things because, I can't remember why, but they tend to eat sweeter things. And then the people who live, um, that doesn't make any sense but i was gonna say people who live near the ocean eat saltier food or their food is always salty never mind <laughs> so i only remember the one part of it of where they eat the hot food where it's hotter so <laughs> that's all i really remember <laughs> but um anyway yeah. on to another point you are the advisor for the cleveland per- permias that's that's very good yeah <laughs> well it was in all caps and i didn't know if it was supposed to be an acronym or if, or if i could just say it like just a word pronounce it just permias permias Organization for Indonesian students mm-hmm. um, in U.S. and we actually have like um, each city, like each big city, have their own permias. Okay. And long, long time ago, Indonesia was uh, the largest uh, international student group in Cleveland State. No way. That's yeah, awesome. that's true. That's true. That's so when cool. I was a student at Cleveland but State, after... there's also a huge uh, Indonesian uh, student. Wow, popula- I didn't population. Know that. Yes. Before, but now less than. Five or ten, <laughs> like students or percent yes, students. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's dropped after that. Uh, the crisis that happened in nineteen ninety-eight. What crisis? The monetary crisis that resulted oh. in the revolution. I see. Okay, just just had to be clear. I thought there was a Cleveland State crisis. That no, I, I was like, I need to know about this because <laughs> you know Kent State. I, I I'm a Kent State alumni 
for undergrad and you know they had that May 4th with the National Guard shooting students yes. and so that's oh. a crisis but <laughs> they were opposing war but you need a Viking now like us Valerie I am oh. now a Viking <laughs> I now go to CSU three of us here <laughs> oh, are really? Vi- no no four of us even Johnny is a Viking so yes we're all Vikings here um so um, it seemed like a pretty straightforward decision of you p- choosing Cleveland to settle down in. My husband is from here. So yeah. <laughs> I never thought I'm going to live here. I mean, I always thought, like, I'm going to finish study. Mm-hmm. Just like what my parents <laughs> like what your parents commanded. <laughs> MBA, <laughs> master's. <Yes. laughs> and then after that, I'm going to go back. To, I mean, just the dynamics is different, you mm-hmm. know. But then again, here I am. <laughs> yeah, I... My life didn't end, or well, it's not ended. It just start my life and start the <laughs> yeah. way I thought it was going to. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to marry Aaron. I didn't think I would still be in Cleveland at this age, but I feel very comfortable where I am, so I have no complaints at all. It's always like that. What we initially plan in our lives always, or not always, but sometimes turns out not we well, envisioned it to be, but it's better. I mean, we always oh, yeah. have that ideal plan, then we have a backup plan, then a backup plan, and a backup plan. What happened to me was not in any of those backup plans. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it's better. It's more organic this way. So, <laughs> But um, the one thing I wish I would have done more is actually traveling. And it says here that you've visited Singapore, Malaysia, Hong Kong, Australia. Yeah, this person here is like a world traveler. He's got itchy feet. <laughs> <laughs> so is this a part of the traveling you did with your family when you were younger? Or did you do this recently? Um, most of them are uh, with my parents. Okay. That's just like our yearly events. Oh, really? How come Cleveland is not awesome. in this list? Though? Actually, um, the, when my brother was here, then it's become every year going mm-hmm. to the U.S. Oh, so it's like your second home. <laughs> yeah. See? That's it absorbed you. You keep coming back and now you're here permanently. <laughs> so what, what was it like in... Um, Australia, because I've never been there before, and I've always wanted to go. Australia. Yeah. Um, What's up there, mate? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think that that's British. They call it. Um, Australia is um very nice. Uh, although there there's a lot of uh, Indonesian people mm-hmm. there, and but Australia, um, I like it. I went there to um, Sydney. Mm-hmm. Love the koala. So. Oh, <laughs> don't they make a really funny noise? I know. They um, I um. I can't remember how the conversation started, but Aaron and I, we were wondering what noise a koala made, and we looked it up, and it's kind of like a... <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Alex. <laughs> kind of like that. See, see? Yeah, it was... I wonder if it tastes like rabbit, too. I, aw, <laughs> here we go again. He doesn't eat the food of the food. He only... I think... I believe it's illegal to eat a koala. You think? I think yeah. so. Yeah. I think they're protected. They are too cute, anyway. Yes, they are very cute. They're little noses. <laughs> Yeah, I'll respect them because they only eat one food, eucalyptus. So. Oh, really? Well, yeah. they still have like fresh breath. Yes, yes, always. Ooh, that's that's so a you, terrible joke. You can kiss a koala anytime because they'll have fresh breath. <laughs> I don't even know what to say after that. So, um, Valerie, you said that you can cook nasi timbel, yes. sambal, or fried tempeh. Oh wait, 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 hold on. Or okay. so you're asam. So, oh, wow. Oh, you're good. Oh. Yes, all of the, it's yeah. the, the traditional. Of course, oh, Wikipedia is helping. <laughs> <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> I do know what tempeh is. It's fermented soybeans together and you have to slice it and it's like a little bit hard too. So, How did you know that? Uh, I have vegan friends who, uh. who know everything oh, vegan. So <laughs> yeah, it, it is very good. Um, I like it with a little bit of soy sauce and sesame personally. Oh, this food yeah. looks good. It looks simple, but it looks good. 
So will you post them on our Facebook site so people can check it out? Yes, yes, I will. <laughs> Let, let's and we can share some recipes as well. So Interesting. So what about any holidays? Do you celebrate any traditional Indonesian holidays? The recent one will be Indonesian Independence Day. Okay. So there are um, maybe 150 Indonesian here. Mm-hmm. So um, we get together and um, we have like the traditional um, independence kind of um, competition mm-hmm. so it's yeah a lot of interesting competition that um, the kids got to play and they were like what is this what are we doing so so is it like races or is it like um, strength or climbing things I'm thinking Mongolian but because <laughs> they, they climb poles the Mongolians climb poles yeah, well in Indonesia <laughs> actually the traditional one also like that they, oh, really? they climb poles and they put like um, the, no the gift the gif on, on top and just people that's so cool. Falling and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not very high, is it? Uh, some of them. <laughs> really? <laughs> we don't do that. Oh, <laughs> no. I hope there's no alcohol involved before. It would be fun if there is. <laughs> well, you wouldn't feel it till the next day. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you wake up in a hospital and wonder so, why. But. Yeah, usually, we well, we get uh, get together over, uh, on that day. And also, um, a lot of my Muslim Friends also get together to, on Muslim holidays and um, potluck. Everybody mm-hmm. bring Indonesian food, so it's is uh, good. Indonesia a uh, majority Muslim country? Uh, yes. Oh. The, um, I did not know that. Ninety percent. Wow, interesting. Are you Muslim? No. Oh, are, are you going to tell us if you are of any religion? Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I go to Old Stone Church. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, downtown. In downtown, yeah, yeah. So I always. I love being downtown. I used to live um, on East Fourth. Oh, really? Oh, right, yeah. right smack in the heart of downtown. Yeah. So I'm kind of miss. You're yeah. lucky. Oh, you don't live there anymore. Oh no, oh. I was pregnant three months, so we decided to move. That's, <laughs> That's always the case. <laughs> yeah. A lot yeah, of my easier. single friends live in Cleveland now, and a lot of those who were single before don't live there anymore. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to live downtown, but it just didn't happen. It was in one of my backup backup plans, but it just didn't happen. So, <laughs> my, actually, I wouldn't say backup with possibilities, but um. okay. So, what about New Year's? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> for this couple of years after I got married, I'm not. It's kind of hard for me to celebrate New Year's. I see. I have yeah. Two kids. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They have a bedtime and everything. Yes. But um, but but in Indonesia, do they celebrate the Lunar New Year? Uh some of them. Okay. Um, the you know uh, Chinese Indonesian. Okay. Um, most of them uh, celebrate it, but it's just like a big holiday. It's usually, uh, in well, we have a lot of malls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah. Well, when my I took my husband. When my husband was there for vacation, uh, we went. We stayed for two weeks, and it seems like we always go to the malls. Mm-hmm. And he was <laughs> like, uh, "I went to the mall like more times in Indonesia compared to my whole life in Cleveland." Wow, something like that. Oh, well, there's not a lot of malls here. Well, well I think <laughs> the malls there are different. It's they have more uh, food. Um, if you would even call them food courts, but if it's anything like China, then they have like food in there as well, and it's just like a little city for. Uh, consumption, you know, instead of <laughs> consumption. Um, imagine Beachwood Mall, but five stories. Yeah, and wow, every thirty minutes huge. you'll see one. Although you know, in Jakarta during the day, there are a lo- around twenty-eight million mm-hmm. people, but at night it's ten million. So yeah. basically, just packed. So mm-hmm. like I, mm-hmm. I live like to well, it's traffic 
So it's like two hours away from the downtown. Mm -hmm. Wow, so that's that's, the... that's a lot of traffic. <laughs> a two-hour trip, but um, but I mean, I mean, sometimes they have like what uh, ice rinks, uh, ice skating rinks yes. in there, oh, movie they do? theaters. Oh, absolutely! And like uh, places like Dave and Buster's where you go play games and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, do they have casinos in there? Oh, no. No. <laughs> no casinos. I'm actually thinking about a mall I always go to with my uncles when I visit Chongqing, China. They have an ice rink. We always go ice skating. Do they have uh, good movie theaters in uh, Jakarta? Oh, like yes. Cinemark? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, like, yeah. Very, very nice. Yeah. I'm surprised with all the... Um, the all this new stuff they have. Is it? Do they have those like big lazy boy chairs oh, with the absolutely. cup holder? Yeah, and um, the speakers right on the side of your. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are really nice. <laughs> yes. Why does Cleveland not have these? I, I mean, know. come on. I know. In the Philippines, you can uh, in in the theater you can. There's a section there where there's only lazy boy and free yeah. food and. You pay more, but not that much more. Yeah, not that much. Because it's only for like what two hours at most, you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the food doesn't cost that much more either, and you could bring in your own food. So and now I want to go watch movies in China, <laughs> <laughs> and the movies are sa the same as you watch here. I just yes. closed caption on the bottom in Chinese, so you could just ignore that. So I don't know, <laughs> or in in whatever other language. But <laughs> I'm just thinking that Cleveland needs to have one of these really cool theaters. Um, a few little tidbits about uh, Indonesia. The orangutan comes from Indonesia. I did not know that. <laughs> yes, and there is um, Mount Semeru and Mount Bromo, Bromo in East Java. Indonesia's seismic and volcanic activity is among the world's highest. Oh, yes. The president is Susilo Bambang Yudhoyono, and the vice president is Bodiono. was granted independence from the Netherlands in 1945. You know, when I was in middle school... And I'm not trying to make Alex sound like he's old by talking about my middle school day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. In middle school, I read a book called The 21 Balloons. And it was actually about the islands of Java and Sumatra, which I believe one of them exploded in a volcano yeah. in the early 1900s, if I remember yes. correctly. But it was a fictional story about how there were these diamond mines in the volcano from all the heat and the pressure, and that there were uh, 20 families who were secretly living on this island, and they were all very wealthy because, I mean, they didn't tell the whole world they had this diamond mine because then the diamond market would crash. So occasionally they would take, like, these little diamonds and, you know, go out on a boat, buy a bigger boat, and buy whatever they need and come back. And they actually had a restaurant government where they, they all love food so much. And it used to be that there were four people who knew how to build homes that, to withstand the volcano going up and down all the time. Um, so these four people like charged horrendous amounts, like all the diamond mine shares, to build these homes for everybody else. So the rest of the families would come up with these fancy restaurants and they would charge like proportions of you know the, the diamond mine shares till eventually everybody was about even. So then each of the families, they kind of, they were alphabetical. It was like family A, B, C, D, and they would uh, be named after like a country. Like A would be American food, B would be I think British food. I don't know. <laughs> C was Chinese food. D was something. And I honestly can't remember all of them. But they um, they would have food from that particular country 
one day of the week and it, it was like 20 days and they would just keep going around in cycles and that was a restaurant government everybody was responsible for feeding each other um and within that 20 day period so the story goes there was a, a math professor who retired and got a hot air balloon to fly around the world so he happened to uh, be flying really close to this island and then the seagull was um, eating the carcass of some food that he dumped over into the ocean and landed on his balloon and the seagull poked a hole in the balloon and he crash landed onto this island and discovered these people and they assimilated him into their uh, little society for not a very long time and then the volcano blew up so and then he ended up in the ocean with 20 20 balloons because that was their escape platform they had 20 balloons attached to a platform so it's a very interesting book it's a it's kind of a children's book it'd be it'd be a quick read for us it's called the 21 balloons very interesting. 21 balloons yes it was a very good story too the they mor- should have this in the in Cuyahoga county public library right? mm-hmm. or i can lend it to you all right is it digital Ac- no <laughs> <laughs> actually i think i gave it to my brother but i don't think he read it Jerk. It's, it's too. Uh, <laughs> it, is it too complex for your brother? No, no. He just doesn't like to read. If he can do it on anime or watch it or something, he's like, "Oh, when they make it into a movie, I'll watch it." No, he didn't actually say that, but I can hear him saying it in my head. So, but um, but that it really stuck out to me because it was part of French Indonesia, I believe. That was very particular in the story. It was very well hidden. So yes, I should check. I have to check out that book. Yeah, not a lot of Indonesian culture in there, but it's the location right. that makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, and one of the uh, events that I'm looking forward to is this independent film titled Linsanity. Can you guess, Yin, what this movie is all about? Gee, Jeremy Lin? Correct. So this is an independent film called Linsanity. It was um, an official selection for Sundance Film Festival this year. And it's a rags to riches tales, don't come any richer than this. That's the uh, one of the quotes from LA Times. But it's the story of how Jeremy Lin rose to uh, to become a famous basketball player. It's uh, a movie before he became famous. So this is, I think, this will be a very inspirational film for everyone. One of the organizations that helped make this happen is OCAGC.org. It's um, OCA Cleveland chapter. Lisa Wong was the person who uh, worked hard to get the showing to Cleveland. But there's one caveat to the showing. The tickets need to be sold out. Otherwise, it's not going to show in Cleveland. So that that's the um, that's the condition. So if you buy your tickets and the show did not go through, you will get refunded. But in order for this film to be shown, please, please, please get tickets. I myself have tickets. Yin, you need to get tickets. Valerie, you need to get tickets. Yeah. Cancel your photography session. You need to watch <laughs> this movie. It's going to be on November 11th. That's Monday at 7.30 p.m. at Cinemark in Valley View, Ohio. And for tickets, go to ocagc.org. And once you get there, there there is a link that would show you how to get your tickets. Yep. And if you're not into movies, movies, we have another alternative for you. Here at Asia Town Voice, we give you many choices with many events. (laughs) Asia Town Voice. Many choices with many voices. Did I say something else? No, I just want to make fun of you. Okay, all right. I'm glad. (laughs) So the event is called Ta'al, T-A-A-L. It's a Bollywood dance company. It's a Bollywood dance performance. So it's LA's Blue 13 Dance Company. So this is at Hathaway Brown, 19600 North Park Boulevard, Shaker Heights, Ohio. What's that address again? It's 19600 North Park Boulevard, Shaker Heights, Ohio. Awesome. And tickets are available at 
www.hb.edu slash T-A-A-L It's a dinner and a show combination. So the food will be coming from Saffron Patch. If you don't know what that restaurant is, that's one of the best Indian restaurants Saffron around. Patch. Saffron Patch. I've, I've yeah, dined there Hutt. several times. Yeah. So $35 for dinner and show and $20 if you only want to watch the show. So what is that uh, website again for tickets? The website is www.hb.edu slash T-A-A-L. So that's T like Tom? Yes, T like Tom and A for Alex Alarcon, A-A. <laughs> so T like Tom, A for Alex, A for Alex, L for lemur. That's lemur. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about koalas and the gorillas. Suddenly, so suddenly we uh, jumped to Africa. Lemurs. <laughs> On safaris. <laughs> and safaris. Anyway, a few shout-outs to our friends of the show. Uh, first of all, I'd like to do a shout-out to Coco Bakery, who have generously, Yummy. generously given us uh, some food. And um, I'd like to do a shout-out to Yintang Dance. Yintang Dance is a dance Yay. company for... Kids of all ages, young and old. And adults. And adults. And this is headed by our own Yin Tang. We are a performance-based nonprofit group. We also have a for-profit division that teaches classes. But the performance aspect, we uh, would appreciate donations for any performances that we do. Check them out at Facebook. And we also have Motivations for Cleveland. It's a premier organization cultivating a vibrant Asian community for the greater Cleveland by promoting the attraction and retention of Asian American professionals through leadership, professional development, networking, and civic involvement. So, motivations.org. A few new shout-outs to PASO, Philippine American Society of Ohio, and F-A-A-N-E-O, Filipino American Association of Northeast Ohio. You're wondering why there's different um, associations for Filipinos, and there are others, but because this is by geographical location, there's mm-hmm. another group in Mansfield, in the east side, in the west side. But the organization that serves as the umbrella organization of other Filipino organizations is the Philippine American Society of Ohio. Awesome. And then, not but not last but not the least, is OCA Cleveland Chapter. OCA is formerly formerly known as the Organization of Chinese Americans of Greater Cleveland. It is a very important organization, a nonprofit, nonpartisan civil rights and educational organization. Check them out at ocagc.org, the same place where you will get your insanity tickets. Whoop, whoop. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. You're welcome. DJ Alexicon out. And um Sampai Katamo Lagi. Oh, very good. Sampai Jumpa Lagi.